Welcome to Trucker's Life Podcast, helping highway heroes, where we bring visibility, appreciation, and celebration to truck drivers, because we know these streets ain't loyal. Streaming every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your podcast platforms. Get to floating. If your wheels ain't a turning, then you ain't earning. So let's start the mother trucking show with your host, Queen Key. Because that E was so nice. Yes, my mama done it twice. Right one night, come back and holler at your girl. We are here today, truckers, and boy, do I have a treat for you, especially all my females out there tearing up the asphalt. I have with me today Miss Lachelle Atkins, America's super mom. She is the host of a podcast called. Keeping it real with America Supermom, because we keep it real around here. You know how Queen does. We keeps it real around here. And she's America Supermom. Everybody need a little hero, just like everybody need a little queen in their life. So we're going to give her a spotlight today, because queens can share stages. Don't matter, because we all can adjust our own and each other's crown. So, Miss Michelle Atkins, America Supermom. Welcome to Trucker's Life Podcast. Please introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me, Queen Key. I am so excited to be here. I just love your energy. And I'm thinking, hey, I need to get me a little truck so I can be part of the Trucker's <laughs> Life and Tribe, okay? Yeah. Uh, but yes, I am so happy to be here. I am America's Supermom. I am the mother of 15 children. I'm a TV producer, a podcast host, a speaker and author, all things media related to mental wellness. So I'm so happy to share the stage with you today and to talk about the importance of mental wellness. I struggled with 13 years of depression with three hospitalizations, but I made it over. I'm an overcomer. And I'm happy to be here to share my story. That is so, well, no wonder they call you the supermodel. Girl, how many nights <laughs> you got in the air working at circus or something? Girl, yes. that is a lot, Hunty. She is doing all things. Yes, Black Girl Magic. <laughs> what I'm saying is, how did you have 15 whole cherries? I love it. Yes, my husband and I had 13 together. And then huh. two of them are my stepchildren. So yeah. All single births, no twins. Their ages are seven to 31. We have nine daughters and six sons. Hold on, time out. Did you say seven? Yes. Like seven, yes. 11, like, like not even in middle school yet? Seven, 11, yeah. In elementary, girl. girl All the I, way up to 31. Girl, I'm gonna have to, uh, yes ma'am. I have to bow down this this throne today because yes ma'am. I now myself do know what it's like to have over 15 children in that house at one time because I was a foster parent. And at one time it was 27, 26 of them jokers ran around. So I understand the multitasking skills and it takes a multitasker and a wonderful loving human being 
to be able to do that. And I'm so proud of you, America Supermom. Yes. <laughs> doing the good things, y'all. Who the horn for America Supermom? She out here doing big things. Now, we out here in the trucking space, you know, we have a job. It's our job. When we were at work, we're at work. When we're at home, we're at, we're at home. So did you ever, you know, work outside of your home while still being a mom? Did you ever have an outside working job? Because that job right there, Hunty, even though it's unpaid, is a job. So did you yes. ever work outside the home? Absolutely. A lot of the work that really can be categorized as volunteer, with the exception of about five years ago, I... Um, dusted off my little work shoes and went into being a waitress. Uh -oh. I was a waitress because I had a business coach at the time and she charged me a thousand dollars for a strategy session. She was from the UK and you know, I didn't believe that I could tell her no. I believe that it was worth the investment. Um, I met my husband in college. I had a marketing degree. And I just kind of put my degree on the shelf all the time while I raised the kids. We had small businesses and, you know, side businesses that we did to supplement income. But this was after my last hospitalization where I wanted to really go into um, being a coach and starting my own thing. And so I invested in myself. I just said, you know what? I put a date on the calendar of when I was going to schedule that session because it had to be paid in full before I did the session. Right. And uh, got me a part-time job and worked and earned that money. And the um, only thing I can say is there has been nothing but stars and bright opportunities yes. ever since. You That's know? wonderful. So, yeah. Investing in ourselves is always a difficult thing to do, especially as a mom. Mm -hmm. Because you're always thinking about somebody else other than yourself. But you know, and I understand, and I can see that your ROI, for those truckers out there don't know what ROI means, the return on investment is such an abundance, which is wonderful. Now, I would've probably went out there and got me a little part-time something, but it might not have been a waitress, you know what I mean? Cause they don't do, they don't pay them too much around her. And then well, you, if you, if you got them. good customer service, girl, you getting paid, okay? Yeah, I'm like, waitress. <laughs> Girl, you couldn't have picked, you know, customer service, you know, on the phone. Well, the reason why is I wanted flexibility with my schedule. Oh, and I didn't want to be uh, tied down. You know, my kids were really not uh, used to me working outside the home. Right. So I had a job that I could just easily get into, could work. And, you know, it wasn't like that whole thing of uh, being tied down to a job, going through this mental thing. Should I quit? Should I not? You know, I had an end goal in mind, and so that's really why I did it. And well, it was humbling, you know, humbling. but I, I bet you it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> along those lines, how do you, how did you, you know, balance still having all the kids at home, working outside the home now as a waitress, and then trying to build for your future because it was a return on investment because you wanted to take this course, obviously, to be able to, to use your college degree. So how were you able to balance that because we have truck drivers right now, a lot of female drivers before pre-COVID, that if you were a single parent, 
um, you had to have two or three incomes to support your child. Or you had to have a relationship where someone else was giving you money in this country. It's a shame, but it's true, to support your job. But as an over-the-road truck driver, you can have one salary and be a single parent and live very comfortably. So a lot of single women out here, pre-COVID, if your child was first born up into school age, around seven years old, we would bring our babies along with us out onto the road because you can bring them out there with you because they don't, they're not required to go into school. So they ride along with you as you're doing your job. But we work as truck drivers on something that's called a rolling 24. So that's why I say when we're at work, we're at work. We don't have off time until we're completely off. So we work in a rolling 24. So how that works is, is when you're 24 hours start, you have 14 hours to get all your work done. That means get loaded, get unloaded, get to the dock. Out of that 14 hours, you are only allowed to drive 11 of those. So every time you're behind that wheel, whether you're driving, chewing up asphalt, sitting in a dock, getting loaded or unloaded, it counts towards your 14. If you're sitting in traffic that's held up for three or four hours because of an accident or something, that counts against your 11 hour drive time. So you're not moving and you're not gaining. So it becomes very difficult for us to balance the rolling 24 with having our children on the road with us. So what advice would you give to an over the road truck driver on how to balance mom life and work life in that same 24 hour period? Love that question. And I think that is so important because first of all, based on my perspective, there is no balance. It's an illusion. Ain't that it's, the truth. It is called opportunity cost. When you make a decision for one thing, you're saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. And it is not possible to have this miraculous balance of how everything works out. I mean, I'm sure you know that you map out your route of where you're going to go and then boom, there's an accident right. or there's a road detour or something that you didn't know about. So I think what happens is it's important to think about what your end goal is. If you know that you're going to be away from work and you're going to know that things are outside of your control, having a mindset to be able to navigate through those uncontrollables and still have a positive mindset. So when you're off to work, you're off to work. I think that's what's important because you'll be more focused on being able to get a job done to the best of your ability rather than being halfway in your job thinking about what's going on at home. Now, what that means is you have to have a good support system. You have to have a support system that's gonna be there to provide for your kids, rain, snow, or shine, in the event that you are on the road, because that's gonna give you the clarity, the peace of mind to be able to do your job 100% while you're away, and then come back to um, being the mom when you get home. So I think the illusion is thinking, hey, it's gonna be this perfect thing. That Let me just, burst that bubble right now <laughs> it ain't possible okay it ain't possible i think what it is more with truck drivers especially the ones like when we have our kids up until seven years old we see them every day we touch them every day we're there but once they have to go to school and we have to send them home and we put together this support system at home to be able to help us through um i think what it is like for me when i was on the road when i had my foster children and i had my biological children at home my husband also was a truck driver so what we would do is that we, um, with most truck driving, it's two weeks out, um, 
and we would have it with our carriers where it's one uh, one to two weeks. Uh, normally it's one to two days home. But because we had children and we had foster children, we could we finagled it and with our experience that we were two weeks out, two weeks home. So my husband and I did a rotation where two weeks I was driving and he was home with the children and then we would reverse it and I would come home and he would go out. But how it is, I think with mothers more so than with him, it's mommy guilt. It's like, you know that you can't do both and you know that you're consciously making a choice to leave your babies, even if they're with their dad, even if they're with their support system, you feel as if you're abandoning your children and you beat yourself up. Is this money worth my kid? Is this return of investment of my time away from my child going to affect them later in life? Am I a bad mother because I feel like I'm abandoning my child every time I get behind the wheel of my truck? And I think that your explanation of, yes, you're going to give up something to get something, don't think that you can do it both, but where is the return on your investment when it comes into the growth of your child, when it comes to the, leaving a legacy for them, having them to be able to, to live comfortably at home to where they can go to school field trips and uh, be able to participate with their friends and activities based on the fact that you have the income to be able to do so. Our decisions that we make as mothers every day here in the trucking industry. So I think with your answer, it kind of helps us to be able to negate that mom guilt that you know yeah. comes along with leaving your babies at home well and i you know after my depression i look at terms and words and beliefs that have been kind of adopted in society and i question them mm -hmm. you know i really challenge them i'm not, I'm not you look up the word guilt and it says the fact or having committed a specified or implied offense or crime right now, how is that something that would be pertaining to me feeling like I have to be a provider for my family? So that term, I don't even accept it anymore. And I think this is the goal. The goal right now, of course, you might wanna have a different career, but the reality is if you're not pursuing another career and you're in the one you're in, you can waste a lot of headspace talking about woulda, shoulda, couldas and not be effective in what you're doing. So when you make a decision, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, it's important to have communication with your children and talk to them. You know, you could say, hey, mommy is a superhero for the road. I make sure important medicine gets to people. I'm an essential worker. I am out here doing things for the common good. It's all in your view. You know, your kids are gonna mirror whatever you believe. So it's important to have that dialogue with your kids and talk to them. This is one of the things that we have to do as an essential worker. You know, if you gotta get a super cape to have, give to your kids, <laughs> so they can be like, you're gonna be the hero while I'm gone and you wear your cape every day until I get home and then you give it back to me and then I'll leave it with y'all when I leave because um, you gotta be creative, but you gotta include kids yes. so that they understand who doesn't like clarity. You know, if somebody just gonna be off and gone and you don't know what's going on, how are you gonna be excited about that? Right. When kids come and tease them or whatever, they don't have anything to say. But if you talk to them and say, hey, you know what? My mom's a superhero. Here's a bracelet. Do you want me to bring you one tomorrow? Right. Okay, so you could be part of our, uh, essential workers tribe or whatever 
Right. You know, it starts at home in whatever mindset you want to give your kids because it's about you're the first educator above everybody. Mm-hmm. And if your kids feel good about what you're doing, you feel good about what you're doing, the sky is the limit. Okay. I love that because I did do that something similar like to that with my kids when I was gone and it was before Zoom and all the stuff. Yeah. We would we would read a books together and their favorite thing was like um Harry Potter and Percy and the Lightning, whatever, and they were always beating up demons and, and conjuring spells and stuff. So it was like, okay, nobody was allowed to read forward in the book without mom. So every night when I took my 10 hour break, before I had my shower and uh, before I had my dinner, I would sit there and read one chapter with my kids. And they would look forward to that. Tomorrow, we're going to chapter three with mom. You know, and so that's what I did to keep the connection uh, with my kids. So I really believe that that advice would be so helpful for all of our truck drivers on the road, whether it be mom or dad. Because we have single dads that are out here too that have that same thing. They're leaving their kids home with their mom and they feel guilty about that. And I'm glad that we're learning to change our vocabulary and how we look at words when we apply them to ourselves, when we're providing not only as truck drivers for our family, but we are keeping the country afloat and we are better than sacrificial. We are the essential workers that keeps this country going. Because if you have it, hunty, it came on a truck, then come with Santa. And Amen. Right. Amen. <laughs> okay? And Amen. a highway hero brought it, which is what we what I like to call our truck drivers out here. Amen. It has been such a pleasure speaking with you and some of your tools are so grateful. Now, what if some of our truckers out there wanted to take time to reach out and contact you, maybe get some resources, get some more inspiration about how you are a super mom. How can they reach you? How can they, do they have any services? Do you have any books or something they can read? How can we contact you outside this podcast? Awesome. Well, I'm on all social media platforms. You can Google me under America Supermom or Lachelle Atkins. Uh, because I am passionate about raising awareness about um, mental wellness. You know, so often we fall into just what you mentioned, the guilt or the beliefs that a mom should be at home, a mom shouldn't be outside the home. And I struggle with that myself because I got a degree. I was on this road to be this career person and having a successful career that didn't involve me staying home and life had another plan for me. And it was that whole conflict of trying to make sense out of that that led me on a spiral for 13 years of depression. And I'm all about raising awareness and saying, hey, you know what, I'm a thought disruptor now. I don't believe everything that people try to put on me. I choose to have the life that I want, no matter how hard I have to work for it. And I think it's also important to know your controllables, the things you can control and not control. And so, so often we take on the burden of things that are not in our control. You know, as a trucker, I would say that, you know, the thing about it is to create memories, right? When your kids go back and they think about their childhood, they're not thinking about everything that happened. They remember their birthdays. They remember special gifts. And so if you think about the memories that you're creating, whether it's reading a book to them during your uh, time off or uh, doing something special every time you come home, whatever that is, that's what's most important is keeping that connection open. But yeah, they can reach out to me any of those ways. I have um, a network uh, of uh, coaching group that I do coach in the pocket 
And then I also have several different programs. I have a YouTube channel. Um, What's the YouTube channel? Just a number of us. Keeping it real with America's Supermom. Yeah, so that's the podcast that I have. And it is Keeping It Real. And that's R-E-E-L, like a highlight reel. Okay, Uh with America's Supermom. Yeah. Keeping it real (laughs) with America's Supermom. Yes. Because we get caught up in the highlight reel, girl. And so the highlights I'm like, are like, look, let me show you behind the scenes of the highlight reel, okay? We're going to keep it real. Keeping it real. So, I really yeah. like that. Thank you so much, Miss <laughs> Lachelle Atkins, for joining us here on Truckers Life Podcast today. It has been my pleasure to interview you. So much value given to my great listeners out there. Be sure to follow up with America's Super Mom Auntie. She got all the programs to help you out. Reach out to her in social media. Be sure to follow her and get all the insight. Meanwhile, now we's got to go. Queen out here tearing up the asphalt doing these things for y'all out here in these streets. I want you to be kind to one another. Let granny in on the granny lane. Jump out in the hammer lane. Be kind to a four-wheel today. I know it's hard. But I will talk to you guys next time on another episode of Trucker's Life, Helping Highway Heroes. Well, driver, Queen Key has bumped the dock. We hope we got you through those last hundred miles. If not, no worries. Download all the episodes from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platforms. Hit her on the one nine if you see her on the big road and she'll join you in the hammer lane. Until then, stay safe, chew up the asphalt and keep between the lines.